TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Hey, yo, wake up. Wake up, wake up, come on. Wake up. Wake up, wake up. Hey, yo, wake up. I don't want to wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. And we're coming to you live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones. <laughs> Gio and Jones across the country on CBS Sports Radio. Hot and steamy in New York City. Love it! We hope that the weather is great near you. Hot and steamy. Come on, that sounds great. Good morning, Brian. What is happening? Oh, I'm hot and steamy. That's right. Give me more. That's right. You're going to get more. I'm going to get more hot and steamy? I think tomorrow even, same thing, yeah. 100 degrees? Close. Hot and steamy. Oh, I like it hot and steamy. I don't like hot and steamy. Nothing like it. You get like four or five real hot and steamy days. Oh, sweet. Around here. That's better than cold and blistering. (laughs) That is... Very, very true. Uh, if you've been paying attention to the show the last couple of days, you know how fascinated we've been with the lucky Whitehead, Cowboys wide receiver, and his dog that was stolen and held for ransom. And then a uh, rapper, Bugatti Casino, got involved, and he had the dog, and he was asking for $20,000. Mikey B., our producer, tracked down Bugatti Casino because of the way that he spoke in some of these videos that we saw. We were afraid to put them live on the air, so we taped it right after the show yesterday. We did indeed get in touch with him yeah. and conduct that interview. Yes, we did. Uh, old Bloodhound over there, Mikey B. The and B stands for, stands for Bloodhound now. He's tracking down everybody. And we will play that interview one hour from now. And you do not want to miss it no, you because don't. it went in a direction I did not think it was going to go. Yeah. I came out of that Bugatti Casino interview with all sorts of emotions. <laughs> so All kinds of feelings. Right. Oh, no doubt. I was feeling some type of way going in, and I was feeling a different way coming out. Right. Let's yeah. just say there were multiple people during this interview that apologized for something. Yes. Apologized yeah. for something. That's how deep it got. It, so. it, it was a... a Surreal moment. It was. Uh, it really was. I, I, I was shocked and amazed that, yeah, it went there. There right. were apologies that mm-hmm. were handed out and accepted, and <laughs> damn. I know. So one hour from now, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. You don't want to miss it. You really you do don't. not want to. I, 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 first thing on the brain this morning, <laughs> if you can believe it or not. Was him? <laughs> Bugatti. Yep, I know. He, he got his grips into it. I, it, it is incredible. <laughs> it really is. I mean, yeah. we're, we're working on our third day of Bugatti Casino, and it seems to get better every day. Uh, unintelligible, <laughs> hmm, let's see, less than idea <laughs> character. Yeah. <laughs> Has turned into something else for us. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And, and hmm. Yeah, one hour from now, less than that now, Bugatti Casino. <laughs> On G. Owen Jones. 
But we start talking about another Dallas Cowboy, and Ezekiel Elliott's name's been in the news more than Bugatti Casino's name has been in the news, that's for sure. And not because of some damn dog. (laughs) Right, it's because of a bunch of other stuff. And the investigation into punching out the DJ has been suspended by Dallas police because the victim or alleged victim in the case will not speak. The witnesses have not been cooperating. So to me, uh, this thing is going to be done unless somebody changes their mind. It's going to be another one of these. Well, maybe something happened. Maybe, excuse me, maybe something happened. Maybe something didn't, but who knows? And we're moving on. But Jerome Bettis was on the Rich Eisen show yesterday And he said that it's not really Ezekiel Elliott that's the problem. It's the Cowboys' locker room that's the problem. And that's why a guy like Ezekiel Elliott is going to act the way he does. He said, that team, in terms of the core players, they're young guys. You don't have any of those guys able to pull them back in and say, listen, you can't do this, you can't do that. Listen to me when I say these kinds of things. You don't have that kind of guy in the locker room yet to do that. They're kind of flying blind, so to speak, because you don't have the quarterback is the same age. You don't have the guy to pull him back and say, hey, shut it down, end quote. I understand the importance of a veteran presence in a locker room. I've learned that from you and others. However, I do not believe that Ezekiel Elliott would be doing anything differently if there was someone in that locker room or someone in that organization who told him, hey, shut it down. Maybe now, because his name's been out there a ton, and there's been a lot of headlines, and maybe he's embarrassed by that, and the NFL's threatening to suspend him, and maybe the threat of consequence may stop him from doing something. But do you really think that if Jason Witten or anybody else in that locker room said, Hey, man, you know you might want to relax. How many people do you think have given him advice? Hey, the guy's a top 10 pick to the Dallas Cowboys. Every player who's ever been in a game, advice here, advice there. Hey, do this, do that. He's a young kid who's going to do what he wants to do. Enough said. There it is. Jason Witten's a veteran. Des Bryant is a veteran, and he is supposedly a leader on this team, and I'm sure he could pull him aside. Uh, you've you got... Uh, coaches who've played. You've got Tony Dorsett, a Cowboys great, a Hall of Famer who, who's gotten into his ear. You have Michael Irvin who's close to that team. You have Deion Sanders who needs some more kids who's close to that team. Uh, so I, I'm sure uh, numerous people, whether they're on the roster or been on that roster or played a long time ago or still held in high esteem as far as the Dallas Cowboys and their career with the Dallas Cowboys, have talked to Ezekiel Elliott. You were spot on, man. The dude is young. He's a handsome cat. He's one of the top running backs already after just a year in the NFL. He's got a pocket full of money. He's going to go out and enjoy his damn life. And I'm sure he's listening to all the the things that they're saying. And I'm sure he's had some pushback. Listen, I just got a speeding ticket. Who doesn't get a speeding ticket? I've had numerous speeding tickets. No big problem here. The, The biggest problem is we went through all his transgressions, if you will, the other day, you know, pulling the shirt down at a young lady, maybe knew it, maybe he didn't, still the wrong thing to do. Uh, and, you know, that was about the biggest problem, being involved in this domestic dispute in which there are conflicting text of testimony and, and nothing happened thus far over a year of investigating that deal. Uh, so th- those are the two uh, big line items on there. Uh, other than that, he's done nothing that's really that egregious. So I, 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 once again, people have gotten in his ear. And, and yet he's going to do what he, he does. He's, he's a young man. Uh, he's having fun. He's living life. And he's going to attract 
all types of attention, whether it's positive and sometimes it's going to be negative. But to your point, I've told this story many times. Marcus Allen, Tim Brown pulling me aside as a young, wide-eyed rookie who hadn't done a damn thing in the league but was enjoying the hell of living, hell out of living in L.A. once again, having been there during my college career for a couple years at UCLA. Pulling me aside, I said, dude, chill out. Did I chill out? No. <laughs> Kept going. And I had no fame. Yeah. But it was still a wonderful life. Even you, if you have no fame, you're in the NFL. You still haven't chilled out to this day. I have. You're still going. Still out. going out and partying. No. I don't party. I just sit at a lounge and right. look at people and mm. bounce my head to music. Of course, yeah. That's partying for me these days. I'll tell you where the Cowboys angle comes into play. The Cowboys angle comes into play because they're one of the, if not the most popular franchises in all of pro sports. And the attention on them is always going to be brighter and hotter and more intense than any other team. If you're talking about another rookie running back like Jordan Howard being at a club and then an altercation happens, even in a big city like Chicago, you think people are going to be paying attention to that? And also, let's remember, there really hasn't been anything concrete that has gone on outside of the video of him pulling the shirt down, which we both said is something you can't do and it was a terrible look. Right. Outside of that, we're talking about hearsay and rumors and this and Thank that. You. Now, the NFL does have a history of suspending a player under the personal conduct policy where it just looked like he was involved in a bunch of stuff, but there were never any charges and never any um, convictions either. And that was with Ben Roethlisberger. You remember Ben Roethlisberger after the Milledgeville incident where the DA down in Georgia, Fred Bright, I believe his name was, (laughs) held a press conference, and he just tore apart Ben because he didn't have enough to file charges, but he believed that something went on. So he just went on and just went crazy and destroyed him, and it was just terrible. It sounded bad for Ben. And Roger Goodell suspended Ben Roethlisberger for six games. Now, it ended up going to four because he did certain stuff to knock it down to four. It wasn't even the appeal. It was some sort of agreement between the two. But four games for that. So I still think, even though I would vehemently disagree with it, But I still think that the NFL, even with this murky details around several of these incidents, could still come down with a suspension because of the personal conduct policy. And you know who can't complain about it? Or the players because they allowed it to happen in the last CBA negotiation. Exactly. And and Ezekiel, if he did nothing, he was just in a a spot where something uh, just occurred and he was not involved, he should fight it tooth and nail. He should not give in one iota. Yeah, I know it looks bad. You've had this misstep, that misstep. But what have I done that, uh, that, that has broken the law? Nothing. Nothing thus far. Uh, so a speeding ticket, you're going to say I violated your personal conduct po- uh, conduct policy because I got a speeding ticket? Pfft, you crazy. I'm fighting that uh, all the way uh, to the Supreme Court if I have to. And, and he'll and, lose because of the language in the CBA, right, which, right. which, which stinks. The, which the, the, the players, the union, have given uh, Roger Goodell <sighs> the power to do this and be the end-all, be-all in all these matters. And I knew that. Roger Goodell had all the power in the world when that deflate gate suspension actually happened. When those four games were served by Tom Brady, at that point I said, all right, there's no beating this guy. I mean, it'll take forever, but there's no beating the guy because it just says at the commissioner's discretion in so many words, of course, it's more legalese, 
but at the commissioner's discretion, he can suspend a guy if he feels like suspending a guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you with the power that Roger Goodell has, you could suspend Ike Feldman, the after-hours board operator, for passing gas in the newsroom <laughs> if you wanted to. With the power, you could Where say, "Where are you, Roger? I could have used you the other day." And Roger Goodell could do the same thing, and everybody like us would yell and scream, "Oh, that's ridiculous! I can't believe that you would do such a thing. It's not that bad." No, but I'd be on his side. <laughs> but you understand the point yes. that he's got the power, and it doesn't matter. You could fight it tooth and nail, and good for him if he does. And he wants to to get wrapped up in all sorts of legal stuff and lawyers and agents talking. If that does happen. I mean, and, and I'm going to be annoyed if it does that. You see a game or two or anything, a half, I'm going to be annoyed I because he right. shouldn't be suspended. But if the letter of the law in the NFL says that he's allowed to do it. And it goes back to the point I made yesterday about uh, is, is this league all about babysitting? Are you supposed to babysit all these cats? And I understand you want to help them out and, and you want to protect them. And, and you and you have veterans, uh, if you're lucky, on that roster that can suggest – uh, certain routes to take and, and, and instead of the one that uh, you would ideally take as, as a young player in, in this league. So uh, I just think it's out of the league's purview, even though Roger Goodell has the right uh, to uh, levy penalties where he sees fit. They, they shouldn't be in the babysitting business, and, 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 and he shouldn't overreach as he has done, as he did in Deflategate. Mind you, Tom Brady is culpable in that situation as well. Both handled it horribly at the outset. Uh, but I am so tired of, of Roger, Goodell, Roger Goodell and the league uh, handing out these 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 fines and, and, and penalties and suspensions over itty-bitty trivial stuff that doesn't matter. And, you know, Ezekiel is not the only you know young player out there having a damn good time, enjoying the fruits of his labor. A ton of them out there, and they may have stubbed their toe as well, but we're not hearing about it because they don't play on America's team and, 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 and they're not Ezekiel it and haven't had the, the – dynamite young career that he already has enjoyed. So uh, you do have that going on. It's going to continue to go on in in the league. uh, I I think they should step back a minute and and assess how they're going about administering this personal conduct policy. If Roger Goodell and the NFL said that the reason that we are suspending Ezekiel Elliott is because of pattern of behavior and we want to make sure there's consequences for the way that he is acting so uh, to prevent anything serious from happening in the future because if there aren't any consequences for these actions and something bad could happen, I could say, all right, that's an interesting way of looking at it. And maybe, you know, because he's gotten away with certain things or he's sort of flirted with bad things, maybe taking away some games from him will will make him learn. But at the same time, I don't know that he did anything all that bad. Thank you. So if that is the excuse, I don't know if he's done anything all that bad. The pulling down of the shirt, sure, bad. But this other stuff, I just don't know. Nobody knows. So just to assume you send out your little uh, investigation team knocking on doors, I mean, well, come on with this. I mean, professional athletes have been in the business of being around parties and, and and we'll continue to be right, and 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 maybe DJ's getting knocked out for it's going to happen again for the next you know fifty or hundred years before the planet melts. You know, so I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of things that we have seen before. We'll see again in the NFL. What did we just see with a former NFL coach who's now turned NFL broadcaster for ESPN, Rex Ryan? Uh, down in Nashville. Oh, what yeah. did we just see with he and his brother? Stuff like that happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. Guys get uh, – people are uh, 
walk into an ass whooping sometimes. They run into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's on them. So if you if you step to someone in a negative way, and it, it, so be it that uh, it, it involves fisticuffs, and and they get the best of you, you turn around and 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 go home or go to the hospital, as this gentleman did. I wonder if the Ryan's were still employed by an NFL team, and that happened. What would happen to them? Caught on video, acting foolish. Mm-hmm getting into it with fans? Would the commissioner have stepped up and suspended them? There's there's more evidence that those guys were in a fight than Ezekiel Elliott was in a fight. True. Right. Yeah, you have video there. And I, I'm with Pete Prisco uh, for once and what he said yesterday on our air about these guys, I have to understand, just walk away. You have more to lose than you do have to gain. Ah, it's easier said and, than done. I know, done, and though. I was going to say that. That's my point. That's a hell of a lot easier said than done, especially when you're in the moment. Especially when you sauced up a little bit, possibly, and, and, but it's 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 much much more difficult to do. Also, uh, when you're 22, yeah, like there's you a got, big you're full difference. Full of bravado, you got you full of machismo, and and you, you feel invincible, and and and, and all that coupled together, and, and you're like, no, I'm stand here and defend my honor. Yeah, you know, but you can't. Don't do it. I mean, unless you, you're fighting for your life, but you're right. It's easier said than done. Been there, done that, tried it, sometimes have succeeded. Other Shh. times not. Right. Well, most times not, right? What do you mean most times? I'm just not. No, just... Other times not. Okay. Most times I have. Should Ezekiel Elliott be suspended no. by the NFL? Oh, you weren't asking me. Try to take your Cowboys' love or hatred out of it for a second. Nobody hates the Cowboys. Mm. 855-212-4CBS. Should he be suspended or not? 855 We've got Bugatti Casino in about 43 minutes from now. You don't want to miss that. Mm-mm. We've got Snoop Dogg audio. Fresh Snoop Dogg Snoop audio coming up next as well. And your calls, keep it right here. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Did you hear about the Bugatti Casino interview and how it went, Bogus? Uh, uh, bits and pieces. Yeah. A lot of revelations in there. You know any Bugatti Casinos? This is the one. The one? Yeah. The one. None in my hood either. Yeah. yeah. We found out all sorts of stuff. Yeah, Who was favorite NFL? Stole no doubt. Yeah. We, we <laughs> talked about you. that. Um, we found out what his favorite NFL team is. Yeah. yeah. We uh, found out what he names his other dogs. Yes. There's all sorts of stuff. The ones he correctly acquires? Mm, well, yes. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And then yeah. found he, out what his grandma thought about <laughs> yes. his dogs. Right. Um, There's so much there. Yeah, thought we learned about his party favors or lack thereof. Yeah, what he likes to do in his spare time mm-hmm. or doesn't. What's his real name? Uh, we didn't ask him. Because that I, is so true. We did, did not. Yeah, but that wasn't really interesting to me. Because really? Bugatti, you don't want to have a Bugatti Casino? It cannot be right. on par with that. So The guy's name's Bugatti Casino, and it's great to say. I don't yeah. want, I mean... Just His name's like, you know, Trevor Smith. That's not a lot of fun. Right. I, I, obviously, I don't want to call him Brian Jones instead, but I want to know how he got to Bugatti Casino. And if there is a casino with a C that forced <laughs> him to go with K for his. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad we did the interview. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you nitpicking my yeah. follow. That's a segue. Uh, name is Bugatti Casino. Didn't come up. <laughs> it didn't. That wasn't what I was interested in, man. man. What's your real name? Yeah. Seriously. Tiffany. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good idea. Hey, that's tonight. Right. Is that tonight? It's oh, tonight. Oh, wow. Oh, we going man. or what? Uh, no. <laughs> I hope it's not too hot for Tiffany. 
supposed to feel like 105 around here today. Oh, I hope she That's cancels. Not... Loving it. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> Tiffany a big girl? I don't even know what Tiffany looked like. Let's see what Tiffany I knew what she looked like in 1987. <laughs> well, she may have a current photo. Come on. She doesn't. She doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time she's been out of the house since the Reagan administration. <laughs> Come on, man. That's Brian's Google Music. What's the latest on Tiffany? Are we going to try to get her Tiffany after the performance tonight? Yeah, now I'm working on post-show Tiffany. Post-show Tiffany. Mm. Yeah, so Tiffany... Was that, was that an <laughs> oof because you found the current picture of Tiffany? Or Is that oof? her? For a, yeah. yeah, that's her. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's Tiffany. Uh, Tiffany, you're safe. You've won less suitor. He ain't lying. We won't have a stapler thrown at you. <laughs> no, actually, Tiffany. she might now. Yeah. <laughs> Get your big ass out of here. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Uh, Tiffany, the 80s pop icon, is performing at a Long Island Lizards lacrosse game where our colleague Peter Schwartz will be doing the uh, public addressing. You just just say Long Island Lizards game. Everyone knows that's lacrosse. <laughs> My thanks again to yeah, 80s redundant. pop icon Tiffany, who will be performing a halftime oh, concert when the New York Lizards... <laughs> oh, the New York Lizards. I'm sorry. That was the Long Island Lizards. I thought that was too. The New, the New why, York... Why is Long Island trying to claim New York's team? I don't man? know. I mean, well, they play on... New York. I mean, they played on Long Island, and Long Island Lizards sounds more alliterative and... I just thought it was the long. Maybe at some point were they the Long Island Lizards? And I then, thought so. Well, who knows? I mean, geez. Tiffany Renee. How many people do you think they'll have there tonight? It's at Hofstra. You know what? It actually they don't do that badly. Really? Yeah. A, long Island and lacrosse is a thing. People right. like lacrosse. Huge. Uh, I, I would think there might be like three thousand people there. Want to know the one of the best lacrosse players ever on Long Island? Yeah, man. You want to know? Yeah, Jim Brown. Yep. How about that? Mm-hmm. The great Jim Brown. And now it's Paul Rabel, number 99. Mm. And then number three, dude. <laughs> Rob Pinnell. No, Jim Brown's from Long Island. I wasn't yeah, aware man. of that. Yes. Man. I knew he was a hell of a lacrosse player at Syracuse. Manhattan. As well as football. Right. But didn't know he was a Long Island dude. That's right. Oh, okay. Yep. Great athlete there in Manhasset before, you know. He went on to uh, the movie great star. things in the NFL. Oh, too. yeah, that too. And the movie star. <laughs> man, if that happened today, wouldn't that be something? What's that? Someone leaving like the height of their NFL career to be yeah. a movie star, yeah. like that, the best player in the league leaving to do movies. That'd be cool. It would be cool, cool. for them, right? Yeah. And, and the guy left early, and he he was still able to leverage his celebrity and fame from his playing days, even though he still had a lot of meat left on the bone. Andrew Pogish is here with an update. What's going on, man? Guys, it's just past 11 a.m. in Southport, England. Royal Birkdale hosting the 146th Open Championship. Ian Poulter, Justin Rose, and Stuart Manley share the lead at two under par. Manley just finished his round. Poulter is through 13 holes. Rose has played five. Meanwhile, Jordan Speed is one under through six holes. Jason Day and Sergio Garcia, the next big names to tee off in roughly two hours. Phil Mickelson is one of the last to begin play today, not teeing off until 10-10 Eastern. Bryce Harper had last night off in Anaheim, so Mike Trout had the stage to himself. Here's the 2-2, and Trout hits one high, and he hits it deep into left center field. It is out of here! Boy, he almost hit it into the Sherwin-Williams paint can. Two-run shot for Trout, who's homered in each of the games here of this National Series. And the lead 
Rose, it's seven to nothing. And that was the final ending the National six-game winning streak. Terry Smith at the call on Angels Radio. The Dodgers down the White Sox 9-1 in a game shortened to eight innings by rain in Chicago. L.A. has won 11 straight and 31 of 35. Three RBI for Dustin Pedroia and the Red Sox 5-1 defeat of the Jays. And the O's hammered the Rangers 10-2 Texas has lost four straight. Arizona took a 4-3 loss in 11 in Cincinnati. And new outfielder J.D. Martinez took a pitch off his left hand in the fourth inning. There is no break, but Martinez is unlikely to play in today's series finale. And the Brewers lost their fourth straight 3-2 in 10 in Pittsburgh. Milwaukee's lead the Central down to a game and a half on the Cubs, four on those Pirates, and four and a half on the Cardinals who were 7-3 losers at the Mets last night. Somewhat conflicting reports about the future of former Boston third baseman Pablo Sandoval. Initial reports said he was returning to the Giants on a minor league deal pending a physical, but then Sandoval told ESPN last night... I'm not taking the physical. He hadn't made up his mind yet between multiple teams. Why uh, do it, man? You're still going to get $49 million. <laughs> no, seriously. Go on. Wow. U.S. That's men's crazy. soccer fought off El Salvador 2-0 in Philadelphia last night to reach the Gold Cup semifinals. That's Saturday in Dallas. That was it out the door. He was bitten and then had his nipple grass. Going to get to that. Yes, yeah. thanks for stealing the thunder wow. of the 7.30. Was, there was a purple nurple in the game <laughs> last night. That's what, I, that's what we call it as a kid when yeah, you twisted somebody's. Hell no. Oh. We didn't yeah. do that kind of stuff. You get shot. Doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just give me a purple nurple? What a... <laughs> Boom. No, uh, is, that, is that what White Child did to somebody? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. It's, a, it's too soon. This message brought to you by the Ludwig Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> it's way too soon. Too soon? You were like 10. You're 50 now. It's actually too soon. It's also the same thought I had. <laughs> Come on, man. Poor White Child. Right. Grabbed the wrong hey. nipple. Oh, by the way, another plug for the Bugatti Casino interview. White Child comes up in the interview. White Child makes an appearance there as well. You woof, guys woof. are just mean. Wow. You, you're the one. We of, didn't kill it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you act like you did. You're you asked the it. question. Yeah. Well, I kind of I kind of told him to ask Uh-oh. the question, though. I did. I will take responsibility for that. I gave him a little, hey, Uh-oh. ask about, tell him about White Child. <laughs> <laughs> Is that actual White Child audio that was sent Shut to us up. from Lubbock? Stop. Just stop. You remember that day? Yes. Right, what day? No, no the, when she was barking like this? Yeah. <laughs> My child did not bark like that. <laughs> it's more subtle. Audio is from our affiliate, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we got it from Art Delugich, who <laughs> sent it to us yesterday. <laughs> he had it in his archives from the Lano News. <laughs> it was in the Lano News archives. <laughs> White child audio. Damn, you guys are mean, man. Well. Let White Child rest in peace, okay? Gee, listen, we're still talking, keeping the memory alive. Yeah. No, it's what not, you're supposed in to the do. wrong way. So wait, what you're supposed you, to do? You, you're enjoying this too much. Yeah. All right. Supposed to be somber. Unjust slang of a dog. I mean. <laughs> you got anything else over there? I do. All right, good. Uh, Get to it. Dallas police have suspended their <laughs> investigation into Sunday night's nightclub altercation. That's what they did in the killing of White Child. Get <laughs> <laughs> yeah. enter into one. <laughs> you want to fill out a police report? Mm-mm. <laughs> I might be next. <laughs> Man, what a childhood! You All know. right, enough serious things. <laughs> Looks like she found some friends in heaven. 
Oh, she's not alone. She's the lead dog, isn't it? A he. White child was a he. Oh, though. sorry. He. Let me say she. Oh. He's the lead dog. White child. He's, he's, he's... I've gotten so used to being named white child, I forgot how funny it being named white child is. Uh, because, for those who are just joining us. My grandma worked for white folk, and they gave her the dog, and it was all black. She named it white child. <laughs> Oh, man. She had a sense of humor, I guess. Uh, the Kemi Matumbo. We'll oh. with him. Uh, he's looking, shockingly, for money men to come and help him buy the Houston Rockets. Uh, they were announced to be on sale by Leslie Alexander back on Monday. Boys. Mountain Mahas. <laughs> would be great if we had a lot of press conferences with him. <laughs> All right, so Snoop Dogg's been doing this little internet stream cast called the Snoop Cast during Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series. And there was a fight between Sean O'Malley and some dude whose name is last name I cannot pronounce. It's like Kajakan, something like that. So O'Malley is skinny, white dude. He's got you know, a lot of hair. Does not look like a fighter, but he is a fighter. Mm-hmm. So Snoop Dogg took a liking to this guy and was excited to see O'Malley fight. And O'Malley did more than fight. He won the fight. This is audio from Snoop's call. That's rear naked, right? That's called the rear naked. He's naked now, bitch. That's the rear naked. (laughs) Naked, you better tap. If you're going to tap out, let's tap. Tap, bitch. Tap. I need you to tap. You ever see the movie Taps? (laughs) You ever see that movie Taps? (laughs) Well, you about to see it now, bitch. Tap out. Tap, 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 tap. Wow. So he's very excited about O'Malley taking his opponent down and wants him to tap out, right? So, like, the dude does not tap out, but he ends up getting knocked out, and Snoop gets even more excited than he was in the last clip. Hands down to his side. This O'Malley combination. Three-piece dinner with biscuits. If there's one guy on the show that resembles the same UFC O'Malley. Oh my goodness. He's on some good stuff, man. man. He is already the best color commentator in sports, hands down. Like CBS really blew it when they hired Tony Romo instead of Snoop Dogg. (laughs) You ever see a tap tap yet? Imagine the head of the NFL on CBS. That's the rear naked. Naked, you better tap. If you're going to tap out, let's tap. Tap, bitch. Tap. <laughs> tap, bitch. <laughs> oh, he's so good at this. Oh, man. Then smoking a blunt in the post-game interview with right. Brady. Right. He, 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 you, people might think you're joking, but no, he did. Yes. He smoked a blunt with O'Malley after the fight, and we have audio of that as well. Hey, this the next Champ in the UFC, show, man. Baby. The Hell Sugar yeah. Show, believe it. Hell yeah. Cold. Cold with it, man. Sugar. Y'all. Sugar. Hey, y'all the next hey, generation. Welcome to the Sugar Show. Exactly. Hey, man. The Skinny Boys is in the house, man. What's up? What's up? 
and they are skinny. Yeah, You've I never know. seen uh, Snoop. He's paper thin, tall and lanky, and this O'Malley kid is, is thin. Wow. Uh-huh. That's that's gold. <laughs> Way to go, Dana White. The hell with McGregor Mayweather. I this. know. We need more of this. I, they should put him on the call of Mayweather McGregor. Oh, man. Showtime. <laughs> Showtime needs to get on this. Tap, baby. Tap, tap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, O'Malley! Oh, O'Malley! Oh, oh, he's just having a blast. I mean, That's you can great. tell it's just him being him, too, yeah. you know? Who needs to go to broadcasting school? <laughs> he was born for this. Right. You either have talent or you yeah, don't. Snoop's exactly. got it, man. Come on. Snoop has it. <laughs> All right, coming up next, what former baseball great scared the hell out of a child live on TV last night? We're coming right back. Check out Brian's pre-show video on Facebook at Geo and Jones. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. I really like Keith Hernandez. I've always enjoyed him in his playing career. He was one of my favorite Mets. In his post-playing career, him calling games for SNY in New York is just magical. Now, there's some Mets fans that get upset because at times he shows disinterest in the game because he is someone that doesn't like the games going long and he's got other stuff going on in his life. I asked him flat out once about his commute that he has from Sag Harbor, which is so far away, into Queens, out East Long Island. It's like a vacation spot. He drives in all the way from there to go to home games, and he said, well, I do it because I get paid a lot. So he's just very, very honest and someone who does not hold back. So last night on the broadcast, as a courtesy of SNY, there's a little girl that that shows up to. It's not really the booth; they're broadcasting from the concourse. It's a little mm-hmm. gimmick they do because the Mets suck and they're trying to make the broadcasts interesting. They're pulling out all the stops, so they want everyone to focus on them instead of the game. Yes, that's exactly what it is because they've got a great crew yeah. and they use their talents to make the broadcast interesting because the team's got awful. Goodness. But it really has. Yeah, right. So uh, you've got this little girl who shows up behind Gary Cohen, Ron Darling, and Keith Hernandez, and Keith notices that she's got braces. So he starts in a little conversation with her, and, uh, well, it didn't go all that well. How long you had the braces? <laughs> How many? Oh, boy, I had them, too. I had them for two years. You're, you'll love it when you get them off, and your teeth will look great. Where are you from? Pennsylvania. Long trip. You know, the first day I had my braces, I was playing this pickup basketball game, and a guy yelled, and the basketball went right into my lips, and it took the, oh, the school nurse a good hour to pull my lips apart from the braces. I was crying. <laughs> Keith, I think that explains a lot. <laughs> will, will you, one, will you oh, I gotta sign the And two, you just scared this no, young black girl. You don't play basketball, do you? Okay. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't play basketball. You don't play Come basketball, on. do you? <laughs> she can handle it. She'll I be mean, just fine. That's unbelievable. That's I mean, like, she'll just walk around with her hands uh, in front of her mouth, <laughs> but she'll be just fine. For the right? rest of her life. Yeah. She's going to be like 35 years old, <laughs> you know, wearing a welding helmet. <laughs> you don't play basketball, do you? Okay. Uh, I love it. Uh, he, Way to go, Key. The, the best part about it is the way he tells the story to her is like in adult to kid voice. You know, do you know the first day I had braces? Mm-hmm. Guy hit me in the face with a basketball, <laughs> and the school nurse had to tear my lips off of my face because I got hit 
And I was I was crying. Yeah. <laughs> the way he tells the story. You're going to crack? It's going to hurt. <laughs> what is that, a hand you got there? <laughs> I know someone who got their hand bit off. <laughs> I was crying. By an alligator. <laughs> and now they just have a nub. You have to learn how to write lefty. But he's fine. Can you write lefty, little girl? He went on to do great things in life. <laughs> You'll be just fine. You don't play basketball, right? No hoops? Okay, you're good. Yeah, this doesn't apply to you then. Just oh, enjoy the story, man. Pennsylvania, <laughs> long trip, long trip <laughs> down the street. <laughs> yeah, they are searching. <laughs> long trip. It's the dog days of summer for the broadcasters. Seriously, <laughs> I always think that they should do gimmicky stuff with teams when they're totally out of it. Mm. Just bring it. Well, the Mets may with Tim Tebow. I mean, I know that they've oh, said he's coming. That they know they said that they won't. He's coming. But they may end up end up doing it. He's that. playing much better now. Is he batting three something? Stop it. He is. Hitting walk off homers. I saw one homer. I don't know if he's hitting is he hitting three something? Yes. I don't believe he's hitting three something. Three twenty five. <laughs> maybe zero. Ten homers. Maybe he's zero <laughs> three something, but I don't believe it. No, he's hitting three hundred, man, I'm telling you. Your bow is amazing. He's coming up. Get ready. Getting his <laughs> really has. Get your tickets now. So there's going to be a bobblehead night, another thing to draw fans wow. in. A, is... a Noah Syndergaard bobblehead night, but it's Thor bobblehead. Yes. Because that's his nickname. And Thor had that hammer. Right. So Thor's got a hammer, yeah. and, and Thor's got a look. And that hammer had a handle. Right. So in this bobblehead, it's and got... a handle well, had a tip. Hold on a second. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what Brian's talking about. So the bobblehead is Thor. We're going to tweet out the picture of it. The bobblehead is Thor. And it's Noah Syndergaard dressed up as the the superhero, the mythical figure, if you yes. will. And because he's like throwing a pitch, he can't have his hammer, his whatever you right. call it. I guess can't have that in his hand. Can't have that in he's his got hand. Got a glove and he has a ball. Right. So he rests his hammer down on the mound. Yes. But the problem is, whoever made this bobblehead, <laughs> when they were making the hammer on the bobblehead. They made the handle look like a penis. Yes. So yeah. now they're going to be handing out <laughs> 10,000, 20,000 of these Thor bobbleheads with a de facto penis on the mound. And we're worried about Keith Hernandez telling stories about him wearing braces. I mean, this thing, I know that some people, their minds go in certain places and, you know, phallic symbols can yes. be seen anywhere right. if you look hard enough. Washington Monument. I mean, the, the <laughs> Good, good example. <laughs> However, this is bad. I mean, it's this got. Is, I mean, yeah. this. It looks like someone yeah, tried, right, to make this thing exactly. It's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, it's it's proportionate to. Right, I mean, I'm with you, and it's black or brown. <laughs> Which I don't know what that has anything to do. I don't with either. <laughs> but I'm just yeah. Describing the color. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, ditch. Yeah, who did this, man? This is terrible. You don't play basketball. <laughs> this is okay. not a reasonable facsimile of Thor's <laughs> definitely hammer. A, definitely a Yankee fan. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how you make bobbleheads, but I would imagine you do one as like the prototype. Right. And you sure. send it out. It's like, does this suffice? Show it to people. Right. And then you make ones off of the prototype. Thank you. How could no one see that? Right. How does this slide by right. all those eyeballs without anyone <laughs> protesting? <laughs> I'm filing a protest right here before they hand these things out. <laughs> Formal protest filed, okay? Oof. This is just wrong. Yeah.
So. Keith Hernandez, Brace's story, great. This, no. It is pathetic. This crosses a serious – come on, Mets. This crosses a huge <laughs> line, man. I, I'm even offended. This, 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 You're not offended, offended by the Thor handle y- thing. Yes, I am. It's so bad. I just looked at it on your computer. I know. Again. It's really look. Look again. It's so I, I, Mikey bad. B hasn't he hasn't closed this browser. He's it's loving it. So bad. He's, he's probably comparing it to Draymond, right? I mean, God, it looks. You know what? If Draymond had a, a bobblehead night from his Snapchat, they could use the same thing. They should just hand that out for Draymond oh. night. Look. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> big deal. No, shut up. <laughs> so uh, the picture is up on our Twitter uh, account. Get that off my computer. At Gio and Jones. That is just G-I-O that, and Jones. How does that get by? How do you not notice that? Whoever's in charge of I don't know. bobbleheads for the Mets? <laughs> Whoever that guy is needs to find the wow. employment. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers are just in denial. And I guess I have to give them credit for not giving up. But both of their stars, their most recognizable players, in Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum, yesterday were openly campaigning for Carmelo Anthony. I mean, so much so that it's just I wonder how tampering rules work. Yeah. Because these guys were just flat out. And it's so weird because, you know, Carmelo's not a free agent. He's got to be traded somewhere, but he's got the power because of the no-trade clause, but then the Knicks would have to figure out a way to get him to a certain place. But anyway, Damian Lillard just flat out comes out and says, yeah, I've, I talked to him about it. I told him it's great to play here and we could be a factor and we need him. And then he was asked, well, what did Carmelo say back to you? He goes, I'm not going to share those conversations. <laughs> and then C.J. McCollum was basically saying that, you know, if he comes here and then goes when he comes here, it just talking about him going to Portland. Carmelo Anthony is not going to be a Portland Trailblazer. I would be floored if that happens. And if he goes there, I mean, they may be worse than the Knicks. They're not going to be. <laughs> He'll bring them down even more so, considering they made the playoffs, didn't win a game. Well, but they'll they made be the farther away from a championship, I think, because of being the Western Conference. And they'd be like the, what, seventh or eighth team when you talk about talent on the roster? That if you're just based on talent alone in the conference, I mean, he brings the all. talent up somewhat, doesn't he? It's somewhat. Fine. I mean, they were eighth last year. Yeah, but think about the conference now. I mean, even better. Houston got better. Oklahoma City got better. Golden State's all world. This makes them better. Does it make them enough? Give them enough? I, no, it wouldn't give them enough to to challenge Golden State. Possibly even challenge uh, the Rockets. But it does definitely makes him better. Yeah, he's been telling people that he still believes he's going to go to Houston. That's where he wants to play. He wants to be with Chris Paul and James Harden, and he hopes that that happens. So I second that. I hope that that you happens. You hope he's gone. You're going to miss so. Carmelo, man. No, I won't. Not one bit of him will I miss. You remember that sound that he made <laughs> that Pete's probably searching for right now? <laughs> That's why I'm not going to miss the guy. I just I don't understand how you make the, I've made some weird sounds, but that's... <laughs> Yeah, that's the one. That's I'm not going to miss that whatsoever. Not one bit. <laughs> so coming up next. That's the sound people are going to make when they get that bobblehead. Yeah. <laughs> it is so bad. Is you know what's great about this, too, is there was already a controversy in the Mets locker room with a giant black sex toy. Yeah. Remember that? There was already that. And now it's like they put it on the bobblehead to, like, just no class. Oh, you can't. 
Coming up next, Bugatti Casino. Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.